Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. Independent thoughts. Independent life. This is Chad Benson. Once we began our investigation and once it became clear to the president and to the White House that this was going to become public, this scheme was going to become public, only then did the President of the United States release the military aid. And as for that White House meeting that Ukraine so desperately sought, that has still not happened to this day. Yeah, just because you want a meeting doesn't mean you get a meeting. In saying that, what did they do? Everything. They've done everything now, right? It's going to the judiciary. This is it now. It's done everything. Here's the question, though, if you are Nancy Pelosi. You're looking around and you're saying to yourself, you guys are ready to do this. This is what you want, right? This is what you guys want. Except for you don't have the public. The Democrats' view is now get it over and move on. They feel like they've made the case that they can make. They've grown frustrated about the inability to move public opinion, the inability to get any Republicans to go along. So the sense is they've got the votes. That's not really going to change. They need to get this process moving as quickly as possible. You'll see that in committee this week after the Intelligence Committee hands over documents to the Judiciary Committee. Yeah, but they haven't got the public. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Public. Got to get the public. Got to get the public. How about this? Change the path that you're on of impeachment, too. Who am I to advise my Democratic colleagues about what to do? Um, Censure would probably gain some bipartisan support. (laughs) I don't know if it would or not. That's uh, Lindsey Graham. Came right out of the closet, said it right to everybody. Censure. Now, what's censure? You're saying, oh, my God, okay, well, so it's censure. So here's the way the impeachment works. We'll go over it really quick. Impeachment comes, right, and, and, and they go through this entire thing of the inquiry. They draw up their you know, conclusions and all the stuff, and then they, this is what we came to, and you got Adam Schiff and all this stuff. Now it goes down to judiciary, and then you've got Nadler, and quite frankly, I've talked to a couple of Democrats. They're like, I don't really trust Nadler. They think he's going to fumble the ball. So... They could have some hearings there, or they could say, okay, we agree with these things. They do the quick vote. Next thing you know, they write up the articles of impeachment. They vote on it. It goes to the Senate, and then it's, well, we know what's going to happen at the Senate, right? Here's censure. So the difference between censure and and impeachment is he's going to be found not guilty, right? So they're going to find him not guilty. We already know that. So then what? Well, then he walks away essentially scot-free, and there's no real, like, anything on him right he's not guilty but if you censure him while you can't really do anything you're not going to remove him you're not going to suspend him you're not going to take away any of his you know his abilities as president but what you do at least is you save some face with your base and you keep everything in in the house literally because if it goes to the the senate they're going to call adam schiff they're going to call hunter biden they're going to they're going to do all of these things and you're going to air some dirty laundry they're going to be able to mess with the campaigns by holding people there potentially through certain parts of uh, of of really needed time for warren and you know the likes of bernie sanders and stuff but but if you censure at least you get it on record right so let's just say we were to say, we we censure the Kran, right? We say, oh, the Kran's done something wrong. But it doesn't rise to the level of the Kran being fired or suspended, right? But what we do is we call him in and we say, look, Kran, we can't totally prove you did a lot of this stuff. There's a lot of stuff going on out there. But we think you were involved in something. We're not going to suspend you. We're not going to fire you. But we're going to give you a strongly worded letter and we're going to put it in your file. 
I was going to say, it's a note in your personnel file. <laughs> and that's exactly what it is. Andrew Jackson was, uh, because he defunded the, I think it was the Second Bank of America or whatever. And so they went after him and they censured him. And then the Whig Party, which is the great party, uh, they ended up sponging that, you know, sponging his record. But it's at least something, right? Because you're going to get nothing. And then he's going to be like Bill Clinton was. Bill's like, hey, man, look, they, I was not guilty. I didn't do anything wrong. What, what, what? And that is probably what's going to happen to Trump. And Trump wants this, by the way. Trump, Trump's, he's like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do a trial. Because he doesn't want something in his personnel file. Right? He didn't want something there. But that's the way it's going to be. So if I'm them, I'm looking around saying, okay, what do we need to do? Do we need to take this away from all of our candidates? Or do we need to be in a position where we censure it, we move on from it, and maybe we go after a few other people, Nunez, we go after Rudy, and several other people along the way. Make it look potentially bad for the voters and stuff for Trump. But knowing full well we're not going to get what they want, which is removal. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. You can tweet at us. Today is a day to give. No! Giving Tuesday is a day that focuses in on giving to charitable nonprofits. Kristen Merrifield with the Alliance of Arizona Nonprofits says you can find a charity to donate to at azgives.org. Donors can actually search through about 700 nonprofits there to find one that fits their passion. New federal laws make charitable donations deductible only to people who itemize. But there's a new Arizona law that makes any donation to a charitable nonprofit tax deductible in the state of Arizona whether they itemize their taxes or not. That makes today an exciting day to donate to your favorite charity. It does. By the way, uh, our good friend and yours, the Hawaiian Crayon, our producer, uh, how good are we at, at, at giving here in Arizona? We're so good, we're last. Yeah, that's right, we're last. I wonder why. We talked about this just a little bit ago and had some people call in. And um, a lot of people, were, somebody brought up scams, that we were afraid of scams. Well, you know, here's the way I look at it. We were really hit hard with the housing crisis in a lot of different ways, and we've just rebuilt ourselves back out of that. The other thing is, we be while it's becoming more of a state that's a little bit closer, people have roots here for a lot longer, we're also very transient. A lot mm-hmm. of times people give to local charities and stuff like that, and when you're not really tied in in a lot of ways, you, you tend not to do stuff like that. So I think there's a lot of things that go into it besides just, you know, scams. I think it's laziness. I think, think about it, like, when you give money, if I walk up and somebody gives it there, I don't have to go out of my way to give it to them. Yeah. Make you it also get a tax to, deduction. Yeah, but if you make it easier for me to give, I don't have to go out of my time to figure out how to do it. I'm all about it. You know, online shopping, I'd rather do it that well, way. You so can donate online. So it's really yeah. easy. Like PayPal in a lot of places now, and they also match on a day yeah. like today. I mean, yeah, I think... I don't know if it's still going on, but I know this morning, like, there were some things that if you did it really early, the yeah. first million people or whatever yeah. would be matched. Yeah. But it really couldn't be any easier. You just go online to type in your charity that you want to give to. Yeah. You can donate right there. Like, why the Red Cross was so awesome during, the like, the floods and the fires and everything is because all you had to do was push one button yeah. and it gave 10 bucks. Yeah. And that's, that's – I think a lot of charities should start looking at stuff like that, but – the reality is, too, is I think when you become more of a, 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 a state or a city that, for all intents and purposes, has longer roots, has been here a long time, and you build that up and you have charities that are local, people are more apt to give. 
And when you're, when you're semi-transient in a lot of ways, it, that doesn't happen that way. We have and, a lot of older people, too. And, yeah. I, and many of fixed them are on incomes. fixed incomes. And I wonder if that doesn't play a big, yeah. a big yeah. part of it. Yeah, I'm sure there, there's a lot of that, too. So, But it's look, we can do better. But here's the good thing. We're going to talk later. We have four cities in Wallet Hub's safest cities in America in the top 15. I'm just going to give you guys a hint of who's close to being the worst city, though. It's not here. St. Louis. That's oh really? Oh God, St. It's Louis the worst. I've never been to St. Louis. I was in St. Louis a few years ago, and they were like places you don't go. But several years ago, a long time ago, we went to St. Louis, and we wanted to go to East St. Louis, right? Like we thought it'd be funny, and we get a taxi back before Uber and everything, and we say, "Hey, we want to go to East St. Louis." And the guy looks at us and he goes, "Get your cracker ass out of here!" You he wouldn't gonna... even take no, you. Like, I'm not going through there. And I'm like, "All right, whoa." <laughs> ah, three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. What do you think? Censure? Would you be good with that? Because it's not what you know in life, it's what you can prove. And in this situation, you know you're not going to get to the point where you're going to prove so much to those Republicans they're going to vote to oust him. So would you rather have something on his personnel file records? 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter. Chad Benson Show, Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. Is it the chat? Is it the chat? It might be the chat. The chat. The chat was great. <laughs> The Chad Benson Show, where independent a la carte thinkers have a seat at the table and a voice in the dialogue. I'll have what she's having. This is Chad Benson. The Chad. The Chad. My dear supporters, it is with deep regret, but also with deep gratitude, that I am suspending our campaign today. Yeah. Not a shocker. Kamala's out. Why? Because she struggled. She did. She struggled. And the cracks were there for a while. But you know this. Like, And, and I was talking earlier to somebody, and Cran, you get this. When you're, you're in a team and you may be fighting, but if you're winning, that stays in house and all is good. Over the weekend... One of her campaign manager people came out, talked about how horrible she was. There was a lot of stuff flying around, a lot of people unhappy, people leaking stuff. Why? Because they knew it was coming to an end, worried about getting paid, which is a big thing, right? So wait, you're treating me bad and I may not get paid? Well, I don't know if I really want to be involved in that. So she's out. And she never resonated. She never resonated with people. The average person just quite didn't get her. She she was very robotic and and she just never resonated. And it had to be jaw-dropping to be sitting there and seeing that Michael Bloomberg's not even in any of the debates, may not even want to be in any of the debates, turns around, looks up, sees that he's got 6% on the latest Harris poll, oddly named, and she has dropped three down to two. So... That's sad. Sad. But she she couldn't raise money. That's the other thing. Man, money is king. King. So And Bloomberg doesn't have to worry about that. No, no he does not. He's like, I met her twice. She seemed nice. That's what he said. Mm. <laughs> He's like, I'm rich. Very rich. Do you see that Casey Kasem's the whole thing's finally done now? Because you know he died in like in two thousand four. You don't know who yeah. Casey Kasem is. Oh. They don't. They're young. You don't know who Casey Kasem this is. This is Casey He's, Kasem. Oh my gosh. Hi, I'm Casey Kasem, and I'm still waiting to be put in the ground. <laughs> you know, that when did he die? 2014. 14. Okay, so 
when you say it's finally all done. Well, it's remember his wife Jean, who was on Cheers. She was that like six foot nine blonde haired yes. lady. Yes. The, there was like a separation of the kids and her, and I she need... blamed them. Said that they killed the kid. The kids killed her. Uh, him. They blamed her. Said that she left them unattended for days, and 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 so both lawsuits and everything were thrown out. And finally, the kids settled, and they put it behind them. Uh, but yeah, remember she was like going around with his body, like trying. Yeah, to the the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I re- I remember there was a big scandal. It was really bizarre, but but it's kind of it's been so long ago now. Yeah. It kind of faded from my memory. So I. Thank you for <laughs> reminding me what Kasem, happened. And finally, I'll be put to rest. So he's not buried yet? I think he's buried in some place that he never visited. Remember, because she was trying to sell it to essentially the highest bidder. Who would pay to turn it into, hey, do you want to go see Casey? Oh, Kasem? like a tourist attraction. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my the largest gosh. Ball, the second largest spoon, the largest ball of twine, and Casey, Casey Kasem. Kasem. That's so sad, though. Money. I'm telling you. Money's great and bad. Right? Because yeah. She wanted money and the kids wanted their pops. But they felt there and there's a lot of reason to feel that way. You know? And I'm, we just wanted our request played. We just did. We wanted our request. Up five. Our long distance dedication. Here's our long distance dedication from beyond. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and of course, for those of you who don't know, remember she was shaggy and the Scooby Doo. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So but uh, yeah, finally they settled that thing. God, that's gotta be I couldn't even imagine that. Mm. Right, like fighting with somebody, because for years before that, it was the great baseball player Ted Williams, right? Oh, and the in his head, and his head, and that's in Scottsdale. <laughs> that could even be a tourist attraction if you think about it. Just drive it. Yeah, that's the place where all the dead bodies are stored. Is that where Walt is? Is that where Disney is? I don't. Th- I don't. Is he stored too? Wasn't he supposed to be cryogenically frozen? I don't. I've never heard that. Oh one. come on! No, I've I'm never... just saying. I heard. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, maybe Ted Williams we're going to bring it back. I don't know if we know for sure. What you know that would make sense, yeah. I guess. But that was his head, dude. That was just creepy. Yeah. It's like, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to put it on somebody else's body, and we'll see if the guy can hit three hundred? So weird. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show. Maybe we should cryogenically freeze Kamala Harris's campaign. Oh, you're such a jerk. It's the Chad Benson Show, Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Feeling confused? No worries. That's why he's here. This is the Chad Benson Show, setting things straight. What's up? All right. Cran, ladies and gentlemen, the Cran, we got a bunch of ladies in there. Hello, ladies. Nice to see you guys. Well done. Way to be here. Uh, I'm going to need you on this one, Cran. All right. So you said so you get a little, well, people can be staring at you here. Most listened to music in the last year and or decade. Are you ready for it? Here we go. What were we listening to this year and this decade? Lil Nas X's Old Town Road featuring Billy Ray Cyrus was the most streamed song of the year worldwide on Apple Music. And the server says Billie Eilish's When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go was the most streamed album. Shazam says Eilish's Bad Guy was the most Shazam song. Spotify says Post Malone was the most listened to artist, over 6.5 billion streams. And Spotify's most streamed artist of the decade? That title goes to Drake for the guys and Ariana Grande for the girls. All right. I don't know about Ariana Grande. Whatever. I mean, I know. She's just, she's swell. But I like me some Post Malone. I'm not going to lie to you. I like me some Post Malone. 
to me, he's definitely one of the most popular artists yeah. of right now. Of right now, and this, yeah. I just hope he doesn't do anything stupid because he's kind of depressed and he kind of you know, and he always ends up, you know, he's been in plane crash. He's crashes Bentley. You know, he touched the divot box, which is a, a box that's supposed to be cursed. And ever since then, all these bad things. And he swears that, you know, you shouldn't have touched that thing. But Drake, really? Oh, Drake's been huge ever since this whole like, ever since Degrassi High. It's, he's been huge, yeah. If you go through the whole what ten years now, yeah, yeah, Drake's to me is the biggest throughout the whole ten years. Yeah, I guess I don't know. He's had like some of the biggest hits, most of the music that at least everybody. His I videos, know. I think, also set him apart because his videos seem to be very real. He also did some viral dance moves that you know, yeah, went where off people here got and there out too. of a car and they danced. Remember that? I remember. I was like, I was like, Becky, I can't believe you did this. She's like, It's raining. I'm like, You're lying. <laughs> I remember that the jumping out of the car and dancing while it was rolling along. Yeah, what was that? Very song dangerous. Again? In my feelings. That's right. Yeah. Sing it for us. Got me in my feelings. Do do do. was so bad. Oh my lord! That's now. I look at this right, and I say to myself, self. I mean, not that I don't love these songs, but right now, if you were to tell me, who do you think is the biggest artist? in the world right now is it is it is it post malone is he it right now like at this exact moment yeah. who's Cardi the hottest he's the... pretty big post malone taylor swift still still uh, huge let's be she's honest the whiniest human she's not huge she's a she's a stick figure she needs to eat let's talk about fan base and billy eilish who of course yesterday said i never heard of van halen <laughs> She said that. She probably was telling the truth. Yeah, and, and Wolfgang Van Halen, right? Mm-hmm. Eddie's son came out, and he's also in Van Halen now. He says, look, you know, you can't blame her. She's young. Here's my thing, though. You should know who Van Halen is. See, I agree. I think that, I mean, you should know history. Yeah, yeah. Music, part of that. I mean, it they repeats itself. Million I know. Albums, you need and to it know. wasn't a one-hit wonder. Like, if you don't know who Bertie Higgins is and Key Largo, that song from the late, late you know, early. Good early. gracious. Talk about pulling something out of the dead pile. Yeah. I had forgotten about that song. Pretty awesome. That oh. But if you don't know who Bertie Higgins is, right? Like you have no idea. No, but it's because we're we're now music. What's popular now? You can play music that came out in 2010, 2011. That was part of this decade. I won't remember. I'll remember the song, but I, don't, I See, forgot now, about it. For me, I can go back and like, I wasn't alive for the early part of the Beatles and stuff, but I, know but the I Beatles still are. know it. Yeah, right. exactly. I was going to say, you know, even when, when I was growing up, I I would think, I mean, I, I knew music from other decades. I knew who people were. I knew who some of their songs were. And I listened. Yeah. So you kind of had a yeah. little bit of an encyclopedia of music going on. Not him, though. He doesn't care. I don't even know who those people are. If they're not on YouTube, I have no idea. Blah, 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 blah. Three, two, three, five, three, At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. It is the Chad Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Don't let the Washington Beltway strangle you. This is where the exhausted majority comes to refuel, realign, and reevaluate. This is Chad Benson. Tomorrow provides nothing except a dreary-eyed, drowsy proposal for this country to watch as the impeachment process slowly drags on with no direction, no focus, because they're having one big problem. And the big problem is the president did nothing wrong, and they can't prove it. Doug Collins, not the former basketball coach, but Republican congressman. Here's the thing. You know, we've been talking about it all night. If I was them, uh, censure, 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 you know, get something on the record, 
saying you did something wrong. We couldn't prove it to the point where you should be removed, but we want to acknowledge and want the people to know that we feel that you've done something wrong. We feel we have enough evidence to show that you've done something wrong, but whether or not it rose to the level of of removal, we couldn't prove that. So this is what you're going to get. And if they're smart, they're going to do this. I, I don't think they will. I think they're going to go all the way through. They voted on whether or not all of the stuff in the report was good tonight. So now with that vote being done, you know, down it ha- it heads to the judiciary, and Nadler, who I, I don't know what the hell's going to happen with him, he's got it, and he's going to take it up, and he's going to run with it, and whether or not this becomes something where they get halfway through and say, yeah, this isn't going to work, we should probably go with censure, I couldn't tell you. I think they're full steam ahead, and that is going to be very interesting to see how that plays itself out. Full steam ahead. Good luck to you. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. How safe is the cities? Hmm? The personal finance company Wallet Hub used data from the Commerce Department, the Census Bureau, the FBI, and other agencies to rank 182 U.S. cities based on personal safety, natural disaster risk, and financial security. It found that Columbia, Maryland, Yonkers, New York, and Plano, Texas were the safest cities in 2019. St. Louis, Fort Lauderdale, and San Bernardino, the least safe. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, San Bernardino, been there. We used to call it in California Valley of the Dirt People, right? Valley of the Dirt People, that's not very nice, Chad. Least safe cities. Let's see uh, where Orlando, not there, New Orleans, Cleveland, Washington, D.C., right? Philly, Wichita, L.A. But then you start getting to certain places and you're like, oh, my goodness me. Look how unsafe some of these things are. Detroit. Yeah. San Bernardino, Fort Lauderdale. But St. Louis. Oh, my Lord. I'm telling you guys, St. Louis. I was in St. Louis like three, four years ago. Four years, we were, the last time I was in there uh, was uh, for we were on our way to the convention. We were doing a bunch of different things. And we went to St. Louis to meet with a couple of the radio stations from a national show. And uh, it was just hilarious. It's like how they talk about certain parts of St. Louis that you just don't go there. Just whatever you do, don't go there. <laughs> just don't. Just don't. Don't go there. Oh, that's not very nice. Some of the other stuff they looked at, too, which was traffic deaths, what's safe and what's not safe. Analysis of law enforcement data find some places much more prone to fatal crashes, and the results might surprise you. New York and San Francisco, with their thick traffic congestion, have the fewest traffic fatalities per capita in the country. Casper, Wyoming, with its wide open spaces, has the most. Yeah. Well, I could see San Francisco, any of the places where there's so much, so much traffic that you're not going fast enough. Other places where it's wide open, yeah, you can see that. But going back to the safe cities, this is what's crazy about the safe cities. Arizona, how safe we are. So check this out. Gilbert, number four. Well, that's pretty good, right? That's that's pretty good. Number nine, Chandler. Ooh, that's, that, that's, that, that's Scottsdale, 12. And Peoria, 15. We got it good, people. We got it good. I, I hope you guys understand how good we got it. We're rocking and rolling. We got it good here. Every place has their issue places, but the reality is we've got it really good.
Like we're living, we're living kind of the dream here. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at us. The names. We'll talk a bit about baby names later, but the word of the year. So we've had the word of the year in one dictionary. There's a lot of remember dictionaries, but the word of the year for the dictionary. For Dictionary.com, existential is the word of the year, with awareness coming in the wake of devastating wildfires, destructive hurricanes, mass murder, and pop culture references. Senior research editor John Kelly says the data speaks to a sense of grappling with our survival, literally and figuratively. For Oxford Dictionaries, climate emergency is the word of the year. The company says the usage is evidence of mood or preoccupations of the passing year. Yeah, so you, you know, it's, it's a philosophy thing, right? You're concerned with your existence. Oh, my God. Will we exist? Will we not exist? Oh, could it happen? Might it happen? Might it not happen? But when every day you're, you're, you're told that oh, this, the world's coming to an end and, and stuff like that, you just you sit there and just go, eh, get over it. Come on now. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. Porch pirates, they're everywhere. What can you do? To make yourself safe. One former NASA engineer booby-trapping fake packages containing a sparkly surprise. When this would-be pirate loads the box into his car, he's greeted by a glitter explosion, followed by a foul smell that has him throwing his stolen booty right out the window. And this couple, after falling victim to a theft last year, creating the porch pirate lockbox, which bolts to your deck. You come home. You unlock it, and your packages are there. You think. And then next thing, you got home, and you find out, not only do we not have our packages, but uh, somebody stole our package keeper. (laughs) Why? Because nobody's there watching it. That's why. One in five people will be who get stuff delivered at home and have stuff left there. One in five will be robbed. That's the reality. In some states, they're looking to make it felonies for for robbing things. What are you going to do? Be smart. I'll tell you what you do. What, what? At Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. It's the Chad Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station.